Hi, I'm Rachel O'Mara. I'm the host of the PauseCast. I'm also the author of Pause, Harnessing the Life-Changing Power of Giving Yourself a Break, as well as a private coach for men and women who are struggling with how to get out of overwhelm and reclaim their lives. The PauseCast is dedicated to helping individuals learn the tools and be more self-aware that we can all be more capable of to live our best life, to reach our potential. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a regular, I invite you to download my free gift to you, which is a blueprint called The Three Keys to Stay Out of Overwhelm and Thrive. The blueprint is available at my website, www.rachelomera.com. Get it today so you can start to implement these tools that we can all learn. And that's what the PauseCast is all about. Hey, you. Thanks for being here, corporate leader. I have a really good topic today. I feel like it's always important to revisit, which is what is the difference between leadership and managers, right? The difference between being a corporate leader who leads versus a corporate leader who manages. And I'm curious, which one are you? We all want to think we're the leaders, but ultimately I want to review a couple of these interesting differences and let me know what you think if they are resonating with you. Maybe there's one or two that you think you're doing really well at. And then there might be one where you're like, Ooh, not sure about that one. And putting all this together, I think it's really important to know that ultimately as a corporate leader who really wants to lead and be in that position to influence, it really requires harnessing our own EQ, our own emotional intelligence. And that's what the research and the data tells us that those who are really working on this skill in leadership development, being more self-aware, creating the foundation of things like presence and empathy and leading with uh, helping to empower others to build relationships in mutuality and then to respond effectively, all of those things are really, really important for rising to your next level of leadership to amplify your impact because we're all capable of it, but here's the deal. We get, we get stuck right? We get in our own way. We get beaten down a little bit. We self-sabotage, whether it's the negative thoughts or just getting stuck in task mode and staying in the way that things are. So let's jump in. I want to share this. And this was inspired by a Forbes article and a couple of presentations I've actually done on this topic by William Aruda. So the first thing I want to mention is regarding leading versus managing is that leaders create a vision and managers create goals, okay? So goals are great, love goals. We all need milestones to get to, which are really what goals are. However, leaders are the ones who kick in with a vision about where you are going and how we're gonna get there, right? They paint the picture of what's possible. And that's clearly a trait that leaders have. It doesn't matter what your title is, by the way. It doesn't matter what company or role you're in. It's really for you to know that when you have a vision, it can be even for yourself. How are you showing up day to day? That's the idea of being a corporate leader who's making a difference, who's really breaking through ways that maybe not other managers are doing. Managers focus on this other more tactical traits, setting goals, measuring, achieving things. 
And they try to control the situations or reach or exceed objectives while the leaders go with the flow a little bit. They know what challenges and adversities might be thrown their way. And it's a little bit of a roller coaster, but because you are a strong leader, you're able to hold the ship together, so to speak, and show up with the vision of how things will go. I think that that's a really good one. Another important point to make around corporate leaders leading, right? And again, it's not about the title, is to ask this question. Are you an agent of change or are you the status quo? Are you the agent of change or the status quo? How interesting, right? So what's an agent of change? Agents of change are essentially disruptors, my sense is. We are, if you're listening to this podcast, my sense is you are already an agent of change because you care about your own development and your own growth. And so you might take innovation as one of your values, knowing that you're living and breathing innovation. You embrace the changes that are going on and maybe there's ways that are unchartered and you're exploring those. Awesome. And maybe you're talking about it. Maybe you're instilling this exploration, this curiosity with others, as opposed to the managing tactic, which would be more about, let's just stick to what works. This has worked forever. Maybe we'll keep going this way. We don't need to change anything. Don't fix it if it's not broken, that kind of thing. And the processes are great. Let's just keep it going. Okay. So even if it's a mediocre process, that's that would be maintaining status quo. I think that that's a big, big thing. Okay. Yeah, so the third thing I think is a very important topic, I could talk a lot about this, <laughs> is, excuse me, oh, I got my throat, is that leaders are more authentic, authentic leaders versus a more conforming manager, so to speak. So leaders are willing to be themselves. They can bring their whole selves to work. That's, I think, a true trait of a leader and think of us, but maybe there's someone in your life who inspires you. Do you like, were they authentic or did they really just try to conform to the culture, the company culture, or uh, maybe they were a fit for the company culture. So that wasn't an issue, but maybe they were too scared to break out on their own and really say what they meant or stick their neck out for someone. There's all kinds of scenarios here. They're more self-aware and working all the time to build their unique and differentiated personal brand. I think that that's really cool. And authenticity in uh, the, the world that I've been working with now for, I don't know, I think it's about eight, nine years in emotional intelligence is it's being true to who you who you are, who, who you are becoming. Authenticity is being true to yourself and truth to your highest vision, right? And so what does that mean? Well, if you are not truthful, if you're kind of covering up maybe what you're thinking or your values aren't getting exemplified where you are in the, in the job or the company you're at, chances are you are not feeling safe or comfortable in a place to really be, be authentic, to be the truth to your highest vision. And that would mean maybe disliking things when they aren't good or that you aren't agreeing with them. It might mean conflict, healthy conflict where you're speaking up for someone or something that you believe in. That's authenticity, conforming. Maybe there is a culture of top-down management, fear-based management, like it could be anything like that. And if you work in a company like that, 
it's not ideal, I know. And sometimes you have to figure out how am I going to cope in this situation? Maybe you don't have a choice. So there's a choice to conform, which is to kind of adapt and survive in that sense. But are you really leading there? My guess is no. And my guess is there might be other opportunities for you on the horizon, which might take time, which might take effort, but you, you could explore those at some point. So in that case, leaders are unique, managers are more conforming, managers are copying. I think those are some really powerful traits along what makes leaders lead from the world of the corporate side. And that managers are really just more about the tactical. Uh, if you are a people manager, I'm curious if you're a people manager, how does this resonate with you? Because you can be both. You could have a manager title and be a leader for sure, right? That's all possible. It's about what really works for you. And I guess uh, something else that comes to mind for me is thinking about this long, long term wise. So leaders think in the long term, even if you've got quarterly deliverables, even if you're working on quarterly objective key results, OKRs, goals, things like that. Managers think short term. So that might just be like, okay, let's focus on the next thing. I'm right, I'm right there. I'm going to focus on the next thing and then I'm going to look at the next thing. I think as a leader, as a master influencer, we think about the big, big picture, right? There's intentionality about what you're doing versus just managing things where you're kind of doing the short-term band-aid solution or just worrying about what's ahead of you, that next step before you're working on something else, okay? All right, we'll keep going. I got two more for you that I think are really important and uh, well, this one, oh, gosh, I love this one. So leaders coach, being a corporate leader, you're coaching. And I think managers are more of that top-down directive. And I remember when I worked at Google, I actually was a facilitator. I volunteered as a facilitator to teach coaching for managers. It was a, it was a course. And it's something that doesn't necessarily come naturally to a lot of people, especially if you are more inclined to be on the data side or just not a people person yet and that you enjoy that kind of thing. So coaching, as a, as a coach, what comes to mind for me is really just allowing people to think, <laughs> right? Like helping them solve their own problems, helping them solve what's already in, in them. And that's the whole version of coaching is knowing, okay, this person's completely capable and you might have to do a little guidance, right? There's a little mentorship involved potentially in advising. But overall, you can help lead that person to what is needed. And maybe the coaching is to say, you know, like, like have you considered all options? Like here, why don't you read this, this, this paper, right? There, there could be all that, that. But the idea is that you believe in the people to feel like they can reach whatever they're working on. And it's so easy to think that you can just tell someone what to do. You might know really well, here's what I need to do. I'm gonna tell you X, Y, Z. Are you really, really helping them? Are you teaching them to fish, right? Are you just giving them the fish? I think as if, if you're an early entry manager, uh, it can be something that you just simply would be like, be thinking, wow, well, I already know what I'm gonna, I can help this person save hours. I can give them all the answers. And I think it just depends on the task. It depends on the person. And uh, there's a whole model for this where the person's experience comes into play along with the level of difficulty and you can kind of tweak how you show up as a, as a manager or a leader and, and, and go and, and operate accordingly. But overall, just think about it like as a leader, a corporate leader, think about you're the coach, 
you're the coach with the team, you're the coach with people coming to you. So how do you show up effectively for that team to win, to be successful? Managers might be more of that, that not the managers like the top down will be more directive and that can not feel very autonomous. You wanna instill autonomy in everyone as a leader. That actually helps to keep people motivated. It brings them together. They have more engagement and they can do whatever they're looking to do and, and do it really, really well. And, and then my last tip here for corporate leaders is that leaders are building relationships all the time. Because to me, well, the definition that I know of leaders, leadership is the ability to influence. So if you're not building relationships, how are you influencing, right? You're building trust, you're building rapport. So managers can build processes and systems till the cows come home, but are they focused on relationships? Do they think that they matter? And do they think maybe only certain ones matter? The reality is there might be ones to prioritize, but every relationship has significance in the corporate world. Whether you are helping someone and supporting them or whether they're helping you, or you're just trying to you know, work on something and bring, bring tools and people together for, for different reasons to do everything. You can bring people together with your vision as a leader, right? So all of that, I think, helps to show up as a corporate leader and not just manage, you know, not just show up and get that job done, but really, truly make a difference, be the influencer you are, so that people feel more, more like they are authentic and that they can be real with themselves and show up fully and do things really successfully. I'm excited for how you bring this to your work. What's one thing we've talked about right now that you are resonating with, right? What, what is that for you? Is it, is it uh, agent of change or maybe a vision? If, and if it's a taking risks, we, we didn't really talk about that too much, but long-term things, uh, all of these things matter as a leader in corporate. But how many times do we kind of just get stuck in those short-sighted days, <laughs> especially if we're feeling stressed? So get out there, be the corporate incredible leaders that you are, and know that you are supported. It takes courage to show up and lead. You are doing that. And I'm excited to hear how it goes for you. Drop me a message, leave me an audio message. Let's hear from you. I want to I want to hear how it goes. And if you need any support in this, you know where, I, where to find me. I'm so excited to support you. I have programs and coaching available to help in this space because I truly believe that we are all born to shine and corporate is just one way that you can bring your, your essence to everyone else that you interact with because you are um, an influencer ready to rise to your next level of leadership. Thanks for listening today to the PauseCast. If you haven't already, please subscribe so that you don't miss a show. And if you haven't already, please rate us, leave your review. We would love to hear from you and help us get the word out. If you know of anyone who you think might benefit from the tools or discussions that you've found helpful, then invite them to join us. 
share the podcast with those who you think might find this useful to become more self-aware. Remember, sharing is caring. I'll see you next time on the podcast.